Hello and welcome if I'm not doing this without alcohol. My name's Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors and today I am here with Katie Spreadbury. Hi Katie, how are you? Hi there, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, well, I'm a bit flustered, as you already know, because yes. I was running late and I've literally just ran up the stairs and pressed record. So I'm a bit like, oh, but I hope you are well. And I didn't even have time to get a drink. So I'm drinking Diet oh, Coke, which no. just makes me really feel really sad. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking, um, well, it's a beer called Stiegel and um, we just we just got an order of it in, actually. It reminds us of our holiday in Austria a few years ago where um, we went um, we went around Europe for six weeks and it was what we were drinking in Austria and we saw it on offer somewhere and we were like, get some in, get some in. So uh, <laughs> we're enjoying that at the moment. Oh, no, I, I don't, I've never been to Austria, I quite fancy. That oh, it's lovely. Like... We went to the um, Alps there and uh, in the mountains in the summer and it was just beautiful, so, so beautiful. Oh, that sounds amazing. I'm currently lusting over camper vans. So I have this mad oh. idea that I'm going to travel into all of the, you know, countries that I've never been to. That Not are that mad. Accessible. It's very possible. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm 100% on it. I just... Yeah. You know, the can you see, I'm, I'm in a caravan at the moment. Can you see that? Are you? It's like a little tour. There's uh, the bunk beds. Hello, the bunk kitchen. Bed. <laughs> Big double ah. bed up the front if I get tired of working. We're basically, it's our lockdown office. Like when my husband had to start working at home and the kids were at home all the time. And we just, we take it in turns to hide out here and get our work done. So it's worked really nicely. I love that. I've been on holiday got... late this year, but... So it is your caravan that's like literally on, you know, in your garden sort of thing? Yeah, it's on the front drive, yeah. It's just a Torah and uh, I love last year it was idea. like going down to France and this year it's sitting in it and working. <laughs> but, Are you going to take it out at all this year, do you think? Yeah, I think we're planning to take it down to the Isle of Wight in a couple of weeks, but um, we'll see if we can have an enjoyable holiday in it after using it for an office for four months. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point, actually. But, you know, I went to Devon last week because I thought being away from home, even though I still was working, being away from home would do it. It, it didn't. So no. tomorrow I'm going off camping and everything's been shut down. No phone, no nothing. So I literally Lovely. cannot wait can't Brilliant. wait yes so it's gonna be amazing anyway katie what is your business called and what do you do oh so my business is called orange sheep research and um what i do is well i'm a i'm a market researcher i'm a customer researcher so um i do surveys but a different type to what you do <laughs> what you're involved in um i help small businesses um find out all about their ideal clients and customers find out what they want what they need what they think um so they can make their business awesome basically so um at the beginning like finding out um what their ideal clients actual wants and needs are what their struggles are um like getting some evidence for setting up their offering and their messaging and then once they've got those clients holding on to them through um asking them what they think and getting feedback and so on um so the whole customer journey basically what got you into that sort of business it doesn't sound like a something that you learn at university or anything like that so where did you get the idea have you always been in that sort of business did I've you come from been... a corporate world and then kind of change yeah. it yeah I did well yeah I, I've always been in market research so it was my first job out of university was um in market research basically I joined a graduate program at one of the big agencies and uh it, most people say oh you know no one wants to be a market researcher you fall into it but um I actually wanted to be one <laughs> Because <laughs> I was, I did psychology at uni, and I loved the whole research methods and writing the questionnaires and doing the surveys and finding out new things. And then um, I found out I could do that as a job, but like with less, less, less of the academic, you know, sort of the whole heaviness that comes with academia. 
um, and do it in a sort of commercial way. Um, so that was what I went for. Yeah. So I was in corporate for 12 years working at various agencies, um, working on surveys for the government and things like that. And um, then when I had kids, I thought, well, actually, I can't because Survey Monkey and things like that had come out by then. So lots of people were small businesses were starting to do surveys and do their research. But I saw so many just doing it like so badly they were going to be getting the wrong results, basically. And I thought that well, someone needs to be there to be that go between between um, between them and the technology, because even if you go to the um, websites of these online research tools they're all very geared at people who already know about research and they use a lot of jargon and they're not very user friendly so um i thought yeah i could be the go-between i can help people with that and so that's where i started helping people just with their surveys so helping them write their questionnaires do the programming do the analysis but then um i've branched back into doing the more we would call it qualitative research but it's basically conversations so um just like it's good practice isn't it whenever you're um, launching a new product or starting up a business or something just to talk to as many people as possible and get their feedback and get their an idea of how they're feeling so I help people navigate those conversations and um, that's something I sort of train people to do themselves rather than doing for them um, which works really well. So do you have like a specific niche a type of business that you work with? Um, I find, you know what I know, and I tell people all the time that they need to find a, a really specific niche. But um, I'm finding it really hard because there's not many people out there doing what I do. So it's not like specialising is gonna um, like the people that I'm not specialising on are going to be able to go elsewhere. So um, at the moment, it's small businesses that sell online. It tends to be more service-based businesses because I'm uh, leaning more to, more towards that conversational style of research at the moment, which suits that industry very well. But um, I have been um, looking at working with online retailers to do sort of uh, surveys, the, the retailers who have lots and lots of customers to send out surveys with them as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a bit of everything at the moment, really. I'm still finding my uh, sort of the place where I feel the most, I feel I could be the most benefit. You know, it's, it's still very general. Yeah, no, I understand that. It's hard to kind of specialise when you feel like you can help so many yeah, so it, yeah has your business been affected at all by the the lockdown and and the coronavirus oh definitely yeah so um so sorry if anyone's hearing any um thunder and lightning it's literally just started going crazy out there <laughs> oh it's probably heading our way then yeah <laughs> if it comes this way it's going to be hard because in the caravan it gets loud when it rains yeah i love the sound of oh. rain on a caravan but yeah it's yeah i was doing a facebook live when it started raining the other week and i was literally like shouting into the screen like this <laughs> so they can still hear <laughs> not good it looks all right here at the moment so fingers crossed we'll get to the end literally um, just started coming down in uh, wow. i honestly can't hear anything so hopefully it's good. fine <laughs> i forgot what we're talking about now oh uh, yeah sorry i was asking if the coronavirus has affected your business oh yes that was it yeah so when i first set up a business by myself I was like right I'm going to help these small businesses but then a lot of freelance work came my way so I've spent more time freelancing for agencies um, including my old employer than I actually have working with small businesses I've been doing bits and bobs here and there but then um, I decided to, I was like oh this is going really well I'm going to incorporate the company and then two weeks after I got my incorporation certificate through lockdown here all the freelance work dried up and I was like oh well let's make a go of this small business thing then so yeah it's been all hands on deck like getting my online presence I've got a Facebook group set up I've started actually posting on my page you know really getting that engagement going and uh, building up that side of the business again into what I 
it's what I always wanted to do and it's what I always saw myself doing um, in setting up this business but the freelance work was sort of landing on my lap and it was it's hard to turn it down when someone says oh you know here's some money do you want it (laughs) yeah it 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 really is I yeah I've continued to do freelance work for the government and you can imagine Mm. during lockdown that went crazy yeah rather than yours which dried up completely mine was like insane so I, I really have really struggled to kind of do the balance so I stopped taking on any private clients and and tried to balance those two things but mm. I've decided September is the cutoff there is no more helping the government at all and I'm just gonna oh. focus on my yeah. private clients because it's just too consuming when you're when you're doing freelance work it is yeah yeah and there's no you know there's no getting away from it those hours have to be done so you can't really you can't take on too much else it's um mm. so in that sense so whilst in terms of income, it, it wasn't the best thing that could have happened to me. It's actually given me the opportunity to actually go and do what I always wanted to do. So um, in some senses, in some sense, that's been, that's been good for the business. Yeah, and no, I think anything that drives you, the thing that I say quite a lot is you should get, uh, work towards your joy. So anything that, that you know, mm. pushes you towards that, even if it's a bad thing, is actually inevitably a good thing in the end. So yeah kind of good so what are your plans for the future then where do you see the business going um well um world domination no i've got i've actually got i always say that world domination (laughs) i've actually got quite a big um a big vision for it because i i want all small businesses to have access to good quality research not to just be winging it with their surveys and their customer conversations and things but to actually know how to do it so i'm looking i've just um, signed up with a business coach and um i'm going to be looking at developing some kind of um offering that can get me out to um lots of people so i'm looking at the idea of having like a boot camp style offering where um uh, maybe people sign up via a challenge and then we do a, a sort of really intense two weeks where I teach them how to do their customer research, give them a week and a half or so to go off and do it and then come back together and work out what it means. But like on a on a large scale. Um, so that's my ultimate aim. So to get a program like that going and then and then expand that into, OK, now we're going to do surveys with your current customers and now we're going to do this and like different boot camps like that that teaches people how to do it themselves rather than me having to do all the work because I can obviously only work on one at a time. Um, I love that idea that sounds like a great idea yeah so um, yeah so I've got this coach on board to help me do it because I am I'm not a marketer I'm not a strategist I'm not really um, well not yet anyway I haven't learned those skills yet so um, I'm hoping she can help me um, yeah yeah. well we're we're doing similar with our business as well because obviously there's only so much I can do on a one-to-one basis so we're also doing kind of workshops to teach people the Mm. the um the key parts of, of running your own business premises, you know, like rent reviews and lease renewals and stuff like that. So they, so they have that kind of fundamental understanding before or during the time that they're running their own business, because like you, it's so important to kind of get as, get to as many people as possible, but Mm. in the easiest way possible. So you're giving, you know, you're adding value, but it's, it's more accessible to people. So, that's it isn't no it? I, I love it the skills yeah. to use that again and again in the future and uh yeah I don't know that's that seems important to me yeah me too I mean I just always say that the, the thing I love the most about my business is helping people you know every part of my business is helping people I mean obviously there's bits where I'm like 
it's going to cost you a lot of money and and, <laughs> yeah. and you know if it's a landlord and tenant dispute you know actually you're in the wrong sorry you know yeah. there are elements of that but largely it's it's me really helping people and saving them loads of money and I just love what I do and and it's, it seems to me that you really love what you do too so I do, what, yeah. yeah what on earth possessed you to have a, you know a, a young desire to get into market research so like you said it's, it is usually something that people fall into so what made you even think about doing it I don't know I, I mean I'm a bit of a numbers geek really I love a good spreadsheet I love getting I love getting inside data and working out what it means but um I think yeah I think I just I really like learning new things and when you're doing research you're always learning new things like um like if you're in a, a new market you're learning new things about what the customers in that market think or if you're um working with a company looking at or a business looking at their um uh, doing a customer satisfaction survey you're learning what makes their customers tick tick and what they like and what they and what needs to be improved for that company it's always learning new things and it's actually the difference i think between academia where um you know you learn new things and you write a paper about them and it goes into a bank of evidence and like very occasionally one really hits the mark and makes a difference but most of the time it's just building up an evidence base like you actually make a difference to businesses in their day-to-day -day lives you know you make a difference to the amount of money they can earn um the, the level of service they can provide their customers so that's making a difference to the customers lives and it's just it just spirals it really has an impact and that that really sort of that i love that side of the job yeah no it's it, it's uh especially because it sounds to me like you know in the service-based industry you're probably working with you know people who it's largely a one-man band where yeah these days you hear yeah. that yeah, yeah ooh, i did hear ooh. that one <laughs> that was really loud sorry that was lightning, everyone um, yeah so yeah so when you're working with a one-man band on the service industry you're you're not you're not you know paying for director's new porsche you're paying yeah. for you know somebody's kid's school uniform and you yeah. know and the, yeah. for them to have a holday and stuff like that Absolutely. so the rewards are so much closer to you as you as an individual because they're so much closer to them as an individual that Absolutely. i think that's yeah i think that's why yeah. i love working with small businesses too yeah and i find um small businesses also have um different challenges when it comes to customer research because when i was working corporate um and your clients like yeah it was the company they worked for and they usually like loved that company or had at least some attachment to it they didn't have a massive emotional attachment to the research so if things weren't good like you could just go in and say oh you know this is a bit rubbish you need to change it they just go okay yeah we'll change it but when you're going to an individual with feedback that isn't all positive it's um it's a different ball game and that sort of impacts on um, not only like um, when the feedback comes through, but people's willingness to do research. There's a definite mental block there in terms of actually being brave enough to go out and ask the questions. And you're almost you're opening yourself up for judgment and you're opening yourself up for criticism, even if you're only just going out and exploring a business idea, because well, you probably know when you get a business idea, you're quite invested in it and you're really excited yeah. about it. And you don't want to go up to people and people go, nah nah i don't want that so but it's, but it's if they don't say, it's important to know but it's quite it's funny you say ask. that because quite a lot of big businesses you know like uh airbnb and pepsi or yeah. maybe it was cola or whatever but anyway huge businesses people went nah that's not gonna work and the person behind it had so much heart that they went 
yeah it is it's gonna <laughs> so sometimes you, you're not speaking to the right people are you you're not you know if you feel a need and you and you you know and you sort the need sometimes yeah. it's for a specific group of people rather than you know asking your mum and your mum goes nah don't yeah, that's yeah definitely you have to ask the right people and you have to ask the right questions as well because people don't always know what they want there's quite a famous quote allegedly said by henry ford where he says if i'd asked people what they wanted they would have said faster horses and people use that to disparage market research because he obviously then went and invented the car and it was a massive massive success obviously true <laughs> so true but my argument to that is well if he got out and said to people you know what's your biggest problem with your horses and he's saying oh there are people saying oh they're not fast enough you know i have to stable them and feed them too often and they're not comfortable and things like that well each one of those problems is solved by the car so he's it's kind of the other way around you don't ask people what you what they want you ask them what their struggles are then you tell them what they want you work it out use your expertise to work out what the solution is so um, yeah and i think business is largely about that isn't it it's yeah it's helping someone with their problems rather than you know asking people what their problems are because you know yeah. you need you need to actually be providing a solution rather than you know absolutely yeah a shoulder to cry on because that's not going to yeah. help anyone is it yeah. <laughs> unless you're a therapist <laughs> well of course yes yes that does help but even then you know they're not really a shoulder to cry on they no, just spend no. the whole time going and why do you think that so, and you're like ah, oh, <laughs> just give me a bit of chocolate and let me go and cry it out <laughs> Uh, or as i call um in our house um what i, I call ice cream um emotional therapy in our yes. house <laughs> oh do you need some emotional therapy and the kids are like yes yes i do that's a good one yeah i'm like come on ice Aww. cream time well, you know everyone needs a bit good of ice cream every so often absolutely so um We've talked about how coronavirus has changed your business and you talked about um, world domination and how you want to, um, you know, build your business. But what's that going to look like in the future? You know, are you going to have a team of people working for you? Are you going to be working for, you know, obviously you're going to be doing these courses, workshops, yeah, yeah. challenges, but, you know, how, what's it going to look like in the future? But yeah, potentially. So I'm, I'm imagining, that, well, the first step will be just outsourcing and bringing freelancers on board to do um, the marketing and the bits that aren't so researchy and aren't so teaching. But if it gets big enough and I need to go and find some more researchers, then um, then that's what I'll do and see and see where it goes. It's not something I've ruled out. And I've quite deliberately not called the company Katie Spreadbury Research in case I ever do want to expand it and make it into its own little agency. So at the moment, my kids are still very young. They're five and two. So the two-year-old only does preschool three mornings a week. And, um, you know, I don't, I'm not working full time, basically. So I couldn't do anything that big at the moment. But as time goes on and when I get to the point when I'm, they're both at school and I'm like, well, do I go back to employment or do I really make, some, make something big of this? Um, then that's the potential. I've got it in mind. I haven't quite got my uh, five-year plan or ten-year plan, but working on a one or two year basis at the moment because before your kids are at school it's hard to see beyond that isn't it but um oh my god I mean my kids are now 11 and 13 mm. and yeah so I, I I've gone past that side of things but I'm very much in the whole they need me constantly but for you know things and stuff and, and emotions more than anything mm. so I don't have yeah. the, the you know child care issues as much but 
I can tell you it doesn't change a lot. There's you oh, still need I know, I'm really sorry. You're not constantly juggling picking them up from everywhere, but you're yeah. it's really hard to get a lot of things done. Especially oh. in lockdown and stuff like that when they're there all the time. So oh, yeah. fingers crossed they go back to school in September is all I'm oh, thinking. Yeah, for, yeah, for them more than anything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely for them, but definitely for me. Yeah, definitely for you as well. <laughs> definitely for me. So, you as a person, then, when you're not working, mm. what do you like to do? Oh, I like I like to run. I run a lot. Oh, me uh, too. Yeah, love <laughs> running. Yeah, I find it's it literally hard. the only thing that's kept me alive throughout this lockdown. Same here. Yeah, and we're very lucky. So I'm in um I'm in Alpington, which is sort of you're in St Albans, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Sort of, to the northwest of London, come out almost as far southeast, and that's where I am. Yeah, you're yeah south London there. Yeah, um, and we're right on we're right on the edge of the green belt. So there's a lot of greenery, like less than a mile from my house. So it's runnable. I can run out and just run in the countryside for an hour or two, and then come back an hour or two as if I as if I can run yeah, that. It's far. been a long time since I did an hour or two. <laughs> but for an hour, say I tend to go out for forty five minutes to an hour, and uh, yeah, most of it's in green space, and it's just absolutely lovely. I love it. Yeah. and uh, yeah we've got a um we've got a local group of mums um, i don't know if you've heard of an organization called this mum runs um no. it's uh so basically it's it's a thing it's a it's quite a big thing now it started in bristol it's in a few cities now they're looking to they've just got some funding from sports england so they're looking to take on the, the you know get themselves across the whole country and be as prevalent as park run is um but it's basically a bunch of mums we meet up every wednesday night and sunday morning or we did um and we run for half an hour and it's a the, the, the oh lovely so you're, you're running at talking pace um and we loop around so that people who want to run faster can go ahead and then come back and you just yeah it, it's literally running at the pace of chat you're not getting out of breath you're just trundling along having a good chat and uh it's really really lovely really lovely so um we're hoping we can get back to doing those again soon but yeah i run with two girls every morning and it we i think i think our, our husband husbands are friends now as well which is even worse and I think what the husbands do is they um piss us off in rotation so that every morning <laughs> we've got the chat of you'll never guess what he did last night and then <laughs> yeah. we just we run for the whole argument and then we're done and it's brilliant perfect I know well it's kept me going through lockdown I really would have really struggled if I wasn't yeah. into running so yes <laughs> I agree yeah what would be your um tips for people to get into either running their own business or running a research business um I think well that's a good question I think a good one is to do your research obviously I'm going to say that <laughs> is the number one thing make sure that um what you're offering there is actually a need for it and um know know what problem it is you're solving and I guess the benefit of that as well of doing the research is that you hear people talking about the problems they have and the life they want to have and you can literally repeat those words back to them in their in your marketing so that's that's the marketing sorted as well so the research is like such a key part of it um another one I'd say is like be really clear on why you do it because sometimes it gets really hard and if you're not sure why you're doing it, it's very easy to start thinking, oh, I could just go back to employment or, you know, I could just take on another contract or whatever, um, rather than actually pressing ahead with the business. Um, yeah. And just speak to people. So much of my, especially the freelance work, so, so much of it just came through people I knew and people who I didn't even ever think would be 
anything to do with it would suddenly say oh I know someone who needs a researcher are you free and or um yeah old clients who like I hadn't spoken to eight for ages suddenly got in touch again so just speak to people and speak to everyone and build relationships and yeah you never know who people know so build that yeah network, who you know not what you know <laughs> yeah yeah definitely no they're really good tips so when it comes to running your business what was the reason that you decided to go out on your own Why? um because you were working for an agency before I was yeah and uh, so when I was coming towards the end of my maternity leave and went to chat to them about whether I was going to go back or not um I was already pretty sure I wasn't but I wanted to talk through the options with them anyway and uh, they wouldn't let me drop below four days but I knew lots of people that work four days and they still work 35 hours and I was like well I don't really want to work four days but do full-time hours but only get paid for four days and their only argument was well the people that contracted 35 hours like work 40 or 50 and I was like yeah that's not good enough for me not good enough for me if I'm spending time away from my kids it needs to be like needs to be worth it and the offices were in north london as well they took about an hour to get there everyone there was a very much a working late culture and i just knew i'd never see my i'd never see my baby so it just wasn't yeah. me in the end so uh, yeah i mean yeah. that's the same the same reason for so many people it's roughly the same reason that i started my own business mm. good 10 years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah oh it's but, yeah, yeah. I know I was very lucky find... to have the option to the option to do it because uh, my husband was in good employment and uh, um, I was and I got enough maternity pay and was like enough savings to build up that first time. But um, wow. wow, sorry, <laughs> that was a loud one. Goodness sorry, me. we're having thunder and lightning here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, oh, God, yeah, that's I, know, crazy. I know I was lucky to be able to make that decision and to be in that situation, and I'm always very grateful for it. But yeah, that was why. And how do you find running your own business? Um, I love it. I do love it. There are times when it's really difficult, and there are times where I feel like I'm working all the time. And like at the moment, especially in the summer holidays, having the kids at home, and some days I've had like I sent my son off to a summer camp and I have my daughter there and I was just like no just watch telly I'm sorry just watch telly just watch telly and I was thinking oh this is this is what I didn't want to do you know it was just put them in front of the telly while I worked but um you know I thought at the moment ex except exceptional circumstances is that the right word yeah, yeah. It, it's it's an uh, it's an unusual time and we can we can do this for a couple of weeks but yeah um, I like to say that running your own business is choosing which 16 hours a day you work Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's yeah. Very, very it's true. so flexible that you yeah. get to choose which sixteen hours a day you work. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing yeah. that this week, but I'm thinking I might. But then the best thing about having your own business is I'm thinking I actually might take the rest of August off after after this week. I've got a couple of commitments to do, but I might wind it down for a bit, enjoy the last couple of weeks of the holidays, and then hit it again when they're back at school because I can. <laughs> Yeah, I did that last year and it was amazing. And I had plans to do it this year, but obviously with lockdown, it's been insane. Yeah. So I am taking the whole of next week off, which I can't wait for. But I will be reintroducing the No Work August next year, regardless of whether or not COVID is still screwing our lives up. Because, yeah, yeah I need it. And I think it's really good for the kids to have that kind of time when they remember I'm not always shouting at them and always telling them to bugger off and... Yeah. stop shouting when I'm on the phone which is yeah roughly all I ever say to them 
it feels like yeah. it sometimes definitely i know stop yeah. arguing when i'm on the phone yeah. i think every one of my clients knows my children more than i do because i spend all <laughs> of my time talking to them when i'm on the phone so apologies to oh. all of my clients i do love you <laughs> yeah. so we're coming to the end of our podcast and we end all of the podcast with eight mile moment oh first of all tell us where we can find you where's all of oh, your yes. So the best place to find me is in my Facebook group. My Facebook group is called What Your Customers Really Think. Um, What Your Customers Really Think? Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah, I do a lot of training and things like that in there on how to how to do customer research research and how to find out what they think. Basically, it's it's the clues in the name, really. sounds good yeah. i will find it now and that's the best um, place all my other links are on there so i'll just give you that one and then uh, <laughs> it doesn't confuse things Fab. so we're coming to the end of the podcast and we end all the podcasts with eight mile moment so i don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me i love eminem and i love that he does his rap battles by saying all the worst things about him he's skinny is white his mum lives in a trailer so that his opponent can't say anything bad back to him so katie what are the worst things about you <laughs> um the, the worst thing about me, the, the thing I hate most about myself, is that I'm really judgmental over people that are on their phones all day, but I am absolutely on my phone all day. And I tell myself I'm working, and therefore when I do it, it's justified. <laughs> oh my God, I do that. Oh, I didn't think... And if my husband's on the phone when he's looking after the kids, I'm like, oh, you're not even looking after them. And then I find that I'm there, just like, yeah, I'm working, honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do that. And I'm I not even thought always about working. that. It's just no. I just feel like it's justified, <laughs> and it's really no, not. no, especially not now that I'm absolutely obsessed with getting a camper van. Most of the time, I'm on my phone. I'm looking at camper vans. Definitely. Well, we do the YouTube reviews for them. We watch a lot of YouTube reviews for camper vans. <laughs> They're really good. I, oh my god! I've just I've literally lost my mind throughout lockdown. This oh. so. So I, my husband used to go mad at me all the time because I'd be looking at houses and holidays mm, and mm. you know and I and I used to rope the kids in on doing the um the fake lottery win of if we won 120 million what would you buy and we'd look at massive houses and and the, oh, sometimes the kids would indulge me but other times they wouldn't but anyway I used to do it all the time and it, and I just found it really entertaining and I love seeing these you know beautiful houses and I looked at holidays that we could go to and blah 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 mm. now my husband's like please do not tell me you are looking at anything to do with camping or anything to do with camper vans because i clearly throughout lockdown have no desire to be in a house anymore get me out of this house in a tent in a camper van traveling around because i am so sick of being in the same place every bloody day because oh. part, obviously part of my job i used to travel around all the time now yeah. i don't i rarely very rarely i think i've done four site visits in five months like it's just absolutely insane so i think my mind is officially needs me to travel around because i'm obsessed with camper vans most people are just moving house because they're done with their house but you're done with all houses <laughs> Yes, I'm done with all houses. Thank God I only do Brilliant. commercial property. Um, and, you know, I still love beautiful buildings and I still love shops and stuff like that, but I, I don't, I'm not interested in houses. I might pitch the tent and just sleep in it tonight. No, I'm not. I don't yeah. want it to be wet. <laughs> yeah, tonight's not the best night to choose. To no, I know. It better not rain as I'm bloody putting it up tomorrow anyway. Oh, oh I know. I don't worry. I'll, I'll tag you in my... I'll tag you in my amazing setup when I get there tomorrow. 
love anyway, to see I'm just it, yeah. joining your group so thank you so much Katie but thank you oh, so much for being on the podcast thank you so much always, for having me no it's great as always if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk say goodbye Katie bye bye